Welcome to the Montgomery County High School Football Show with your hosts, Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McAtamney and Robertson County Connection Sports Reporter David Wilson. The Montgomery County High School Football Show is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. They are committed to serving the community by providing a superior standard of care to all of their patients. Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by their Wilma Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. Sea Wraps of Clarksville. Whether you're in need of a new color change to your vehicle or would like a new wrap to advertise your business, Sea Wraps has the knowledge and expertise to get you back on the road in style. Daniel Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, renters, or even pet insurance for your fur baby, Danielle can secure you with a personalized plan that fits all of your needs. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, you are Brady McAtamney and David Wilson. Hello and welcome back to the Main Street Clarksville football show. My name is Brady McTamney. Sports editor at Main Street Clarksville. We are excited to talk about all things week 11 and get into the playoffs. I'm joined, of course, as always, by David Wilson. He's the sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection. David, I see you're all bundled up for this cold weather that we're dealing with. That kind of came out of nowhere. I think you're tougher than me being a northerner. Um, this is your summertime, probably. So this is football weather for you. You're having a good time. Uh, for those of us who get sick very easily, and I'm talking about me, I layered up uh, on the way out here to Old Hickory this morning. So I can't Listen, afford getting sick before Friday night. Listen, I'm from Michigan, not Antarctica. You know, I, 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 I've got 90 degree summers as well. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I was sneezing a little bit this morning, uh, some, some uh, nose blowing. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're kind of getting into that football weather now that uh, your Green Bay Packers are kind of used to dealing with here. Hopefully no snow yet. Save that for Christmas time. But it is definitely, definitely chilly here as we are recording here today. But, uh, David, when you said we get into talking about some football, of course, we just wrapped up week 11, which means the regular season has come to a close. So that leaves us with plenty of things to talk about as we get ready to head into the playoffs. Brady, we'll start off with Clarksville and head coach Isaac Shelby. They picked up a 58-0 win over Northeast this past week to cap off an historic regular season they finished. 10-0. So congrats to the Wildcats and Coach Isaac Shelby. Our Clarksville High School football segment is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. The Bone and Joint Group is committed to serving their community by providing a superior standard of care to all their patients. So give them a call today at 931-905-1001. Obviously, historic season, Brady. How are they able to get it done this past week? Yeah, I mean, like you said, this has been just an incredibly historic season for Clarksville High. 10-0 for the first time since 1945. They're the first undefeated team in the area since, I believe, the 90s. So something that hasn't been done in this area for a long, long time, and that definitely deserves to be celebrated. Um, of course, they also set their program record for most points scored in a season. That is, of course, huge as well. I believe they also ended up the season being the number one defense in 6A. They, I believe, scored like about 400 points more than they allowed, according to Max Preps. So, uh, yeah, that kind of just goes to show how none of the games that they played this season were close. The closest being, of course, the Rossview game. They were tied 7-7 seven to seven at halftime, but, of course, Clarksville High, three touchdowns there at the end of the game. Uh, this Northeast game, of course, not very close, nor did we expect it to be. Northeast, of course, a team that was 1-8 uh, and eight heading into this game, uh, their only win being against um, Northwest, who finished 0-10. Of course, we'll talk about them 
a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, this is just an incredibly historic season for Clarksville High. Their first region championship since 2007. So there's all kinds of milestones being achieved here by the Wildcats. James Dalrymple, of course, a running back who we've talked about so much this season. He uh, became a, the latest member of the 1,000 Yards Club, the 1,000 Rushing Yards Club, which uh, only 13 players in Clarksville High's history have accomplished. Of course, last season, Jamar Carnell fit, fit, uh, wrapped that up for himself. He's now playing football at Tennessee Tech. So uh, that that uh, it's kind of a good sign for James Dalrymple that if the last guy to do 1,000 yards is playing Division One ball, that probably means he's got a chance to uh, as well. Of course, he's also a great baseball player, so should have a treasure trove of options uh, for, for that guy because he's just a heck of an athlete all around. Um, but, yeah, of course, I mean, just historic season for Clarksville High, and they hope that it won't end this week. Uh, we'll talk about their playoff matchup coming up against a really, really good squad out of the Memphis area, um, and I personally can't wait to get to that one. Obviously, we've been talking all year long, Brady, about Kirkwood. Obviously, in their first season under head coach Chad Watson, their season came to a close this past um, week. They lost their West Creek in a bitter overtime finish, 24-21. to um, Our Kirkwood High School football segment is brought to you by C-Raps of Clarksville. Whether you're in need of a new color change to your vehicle or like a new wrap to advertise your business, C-Raps has the knowledge and expertise to get you back on the road and style. So give them a call today at 931-551-5255 for a free estimate. How close were the Cobras to making the playoffs in their first season, Brady? Yeah, David, they were quite literally three yards from making the playoffs. Literally three yards from making the playoffs. So they um, they were trailing in in uh, the game against West Creek, twenty one to six. Um, in the fourth quarter, actually, they scored a touchdown, um, a long touchdown pass to Gavin Hunter from uh, Lee Bugs. Gavin Hunter made a great move on a really good West Creek uh, defender, uh, Daniel Honeycutt, who we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, got got himself open, uh, used kind of the muddy field to his advantage there, and Lee Bugs threw him the ball, and he scored, uh, I believe, 69-yard touchdown, something in that range. Um, but they still needed a chance to uh, – they still needed another score to tie the game. They capitalized on a West Creek fumble, got the ball at the 10-yard line, even being backed up to their 22 thanks to a holding and a sack. Uh, and on the last play of regulation, Lee Bugs threw a touchdown pass to Jordan Bowser, 22-yard touchdown pass right in the end zone. Ball got bobbled up uh, and right into the hands of Bowser. I mean, I, I got a pretty good angle on it at that game, so you can see that on my Twitter, at Brady underscore MSP. Um, they needed a two-point conversion to uh, get it to overtime. They got it to their senior, Trevor Newell, one of only five seniors on the team, so pretty cool opportunity for him there. West Creek uh, gets a field goal in the first overtime period, which, by the way, I just want to say that I really appreciate that high school, uh, the TLSAA, has uh, college overtime rules as opposed to NFL overtime rules, because I think I speak for every football fan in saying that the NCAA co uh, overtime rules are better than the NFLs. Um, you know, I don't I don't feel uh, I don't feel like I'm wrong in that. Um, so I'm, I, they, so West Creek gets a field goal from Charles Woodworth. West Creek, uh, they get to fourth down, fourth and three on the three-yard line. And Chad Watson did what I think every good coach would do there. And they say, we're going to go for it. We're not playing for the tie. We're going for it. Um, and just got shut down. When I was talking to him after the game, he says he, he kind of wishes he could get that play, play call back. They kind of telegraphed a run, putting uh, three guys in the backfield, kind of just in an eye formation. 
couldn't get to the end zone and Westry celebrated. Um, so they were quite literally just a couple yards away after staging a really awesome comeback. And it's kind of, it kind of speaks to what Kirkwood was this year. And Chad Watson said it after the game that they kind of established themselves as a team that's not going to quit. They did that in a week one against Sycamore, getting a huge comeback win against the War Eagles in their very first game, winning that game in double overtime, a huge second half comeback. They had comeback wins uh, in for their, three of their other wins. So just all around, man, Kirkwood's got to be happy with how this season panned out. I know they didn't make the playoffs uh, like their goal was. They finished five and five. So, you know, they were close to finishing with a winning record. Um, but this team, man, they got a lot to be proud of. And uh, even Rob Gallowitz after the game said it. He and Chad Watson are pretty good buddies. Of course, Rob Gallowitz being the head coach of West Creek. He said those guys are going to be dangerous because of all the young players that they're bringing back who now have varsity experience. And I personally can't wait to see what the Cobras are able to do in the offseason and how they come out looking next year because Chad Watson said that in his experience as a head coach, and he's been coaching for quite a while at this point, even though he's still kind of on the younger side. He's he's coached Northeast. He's coached Gallatin, of course, now here at Kirkwood, was an assistant coach for a while, of course, with Isaac Shelby at Northeast. He said in his experience when teams face a heartbreaking loss like this to end their season, they just come out hungrier next year. They come out better than next year. And I think absolutely we can 100% expect Kirkwood to do that next season. Obviously, Montgomery Central was our next team on the docket, and their season came to a close this past Friday night. End of the year with the loss to Greenbrier by a final score of 21-12. to Our Montgomery Central High School football segment is brought to you by Danielle Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, renters, or pet insurance, for your fur baby, Danielle can secure you a personalized plan that fits all your needs. So give her a call today at 931-553-1493. Obviously, a tough season in general for Montgomery Central. How did it go down on Friday night, and how do you assess the year and totality for the Indians? Yeah, so Montgomery Central actually kept this game a little bit closer than I thought they would have with Greenbrier. Uh, they got a, a pick six. In this game from Anthony Holland, uh, one of their pretty solid defensive backs. Um, of course, you like you said, I mean, kind of just a tough season overall for Montgomery Central. Um, they didn't ha- necessarily have a ton of time in the offseason that they worked. Uh, you know, their head coach is also a wrestling coach for the team. So uh, they they he had to oversee a lot of wrestling stuff. Um, just kind of a tough situation overall for Montgomery Central. Uh, they didn't bring the most talent in the area back from last season, which was also kind of a rough season for the Indians. Um, so overall, um, you know, I can't say I'm shocked that they finished 0 and 10. You know, I, I I would have, you know, maybe expected maybe a win in there, Whites Creek or Creekwood, which two games were incredibly close. But even just the fact that they played Greenbrier pretty close like this, of course, Greenbrier didn't necessarily have the best season a- either. Uh, of course, people can hear about them uh, from you on the Robinson County Football Wrap Up Show. Um, but you know, overall, uh, Montgomery Central, they, they did lose some players throughout the year. Uh, some guys maybe just dropping out of football or, of course, injuries happened to everybody. Um, so the roster did look different from uh, from what it did at the start of the season. Jack Poley, uh, they did not have him at the end of the season. He's, of course, their starting quarterback and a leader on that team as only a junior. Uh, so they, they, they did battle through some adversity. And, uh, and just the fact that they were able to come in this last game of the season and play close to a team that, uh, I think most people would agree uh, is better than them, you know, talent wise. Uh, I, I think that's a good side for Montgomery Central. You know, I'm not saying that it's a, a harbinger that they're going to make the playoffs next year or that they're going to be competing for a playoff spot. You know, I obviously can't say that at this point. Um, but overall, I think Montgomery Central can be proud that they went out there last game, went out with a bang, went out giving it their absolute best. And, 
you know, keeping a game close against a team that is a little higher on the ladder than them. Rossview kept their steam rolling towards their playoff run. They picked up a 34-14 win over Kenwood this past week. Our Rossview High School Football Summit is brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by the Wilma Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. How did Rossview get it done ahead of the playoffs this past week, Brady? Yeah, so like you said, getting it done 34-14 to 14 against Kenwood, who, uh, of course, missed the playoffs this year, uh, finished with only two wins. So uh, Kenwood actually did battle better than I expected in this game against Rossi, who, of course, is going to be playing in a home game this upcoming week. Um, but DJ Young, you know, as, as has been the guy all year, he's, he was the engine for this team. Uh, 24 carries, 192 yards, and two touchdowns for the star Rossi back. Uh, huge game by him. And JT Sims, who uh, recently picked up an offer from Kentucky to Kentucky Wesleyan to play football uh, up there. Uh, he had three rushing touchdowns. So they kind of went back to their bread and butter of uh, running the ball. They did throw a couple times with Reed Bryant. Of course, they're uh, out with Hezekiah Scott right now. Uh, he probably won't see him the rest of the season. Uh, so they're going to probably run the ball a little bit more since they don't necessarily have that surprise factor to bring Scott in to uh, kind of spell Reed Bryant and give offenses or de- rather defenses a different look. Um, so getting it done on the ground, keeping the ball away from the opposing offense. Of course, Kenwood's got some playmakers on offense. Um, so you, you like to keep the ball away from them. They're going to need to do that in their playoff game this upcoming week because they're, they're playing a heck of a good football team. We'll talk about that later. Um, but running the ball, man, I mean, DJ Young has just been so, so good this year. I don't necessarily have, I don't have his, final season stats at this point regular season stats at this point but i would guess he if he didn't break a thousand rushing yards he got himself pretty close and uh, i'm pretty sure he got double digit touchdowns as well with this with these two touchdowns here of course he scored a touchdown against clarksville high uh 13 yard rushing score so it shows that he can do it even against the really good defenses like clarksville has so that's really how rossview did it and uh, i'm proud to see that they finished the season seven to three after really really struggling these last two years Brady, we'll take our first commercial break here on the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. Coming up, we'll talk about Clarksville Academy and Kenwood right after this. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. Call today and see for yourself why Daniel Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music. Boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville 
or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. If you're looking for a color change, look no further than C-Raps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider, delivering high-quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. He shoots, and he scores! Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. I'm David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, joined by your guy, Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor. He's got the big title, Brady McIntamy. Brady, let's keep moving right along. Clarksville Academy and Stedman Bell, they lost to Mount Juliet Christian Academy this past week. 20-18 to 18 was the final in that one. Are you disappointed in the Cougars and just the result of that game? Yeah, you know, it is disappointing. They led for much of that game and then allowed Montjuia Christian Academy score 12 points in uh, the fourth quarter to uh, tie the game up and then lost it in overtime. Montjuia Christian Academy scored eight points on their overtime drive, whereas Clarksville Academy could only get the six. Um, so really, really just tough way to lose that game and have your season end. I actually just got the, the stats pulled up here. They just got sent to me this morning. So this is actually my first time looking at them as well. Uh, we see Ethan Bones, quarterback I've talked about a couple times, uh, went 16 for 31, 155 yards, a touchdown and an interception, uh, lost a fumble, and was sacked twice. So um, definitely got uh, pressure against him there. But, I mean, throwing the ball 31 times for a sophomore, completing over half of those is pretty good for a guy who uh, really only has a couple of starts under his belt, especially in a high-pressure game like this. Um, but Dante Ogburn is a guy that I really, really like for this team. Uh, only a sophomore, 17 carries for 106 yards against the Saints, as well as a touchdown. Uh, Ethan Bones also had uh, 21 rushing yards there, so a little bit of a mobile quarterback situation. And uh, a couple uh, couple guys, of course, that I've talked about for this this season for the Cougars, uh, Andre Scott, five yards, uh, five receptions, 75 yards. Chris Reagan's five receptions, 66 yards. So they're definitely building a core on offense here. Uh, you can definitely see that there are, is some talent here with Scott, with Reagan's, with Ogburn, and Ethan Bones kind of in the middle there controlling things. Uh, Willie Wilson Jr. is also a guy that I like on defense for this squad, uh, just a really good athlete. And I know this hurts for Stedman Bell's crew right now. Um, they were that close to getting into the postseason, even as just a potential two-win team. I mean, you don't see that very often. And, of course, they probably weren't going to make a ton of noise in the playoffs, but just having that extra game for this really young core, uh, this core that, you know, your oldest, your, really your oldest best players are, are, are juniors. Um, you'd like to get them that extra game. You'd like to show them what play, playoff atmospheres look like. Um, unfortunately, they didn't get to that point. So it is definitely disappointing for this crew, and I know that, uh, they're far more disappointed than I ever could be because this is their squad. They've been working so hard for this. Um, but I think the future is definitely bright for Stedman Bell and the Cougars because there's talent here. They're going to work through some stuff, get back in the weight room. Um, I can tell that they're a tight bunch. I can tell that Stedman Bell cares a lot about these kids and about this job. I expect to see him back next year, and I expect the Cougars to 
definitely make a little bit of noise in uh, D2A. Brady, let's transition back to Kenwood and Rossi. Let's go from the Knights' perspective on this one. Obviously, they go into this game, not much to play for, but they still find a way to fight and give Rossview um, their best shot. So just kind of talk about that. Uh, obviously, a 34-14 to final on that one, but just talk, talk about Kenwood and the fight they showed this past week. Yeah, so kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum from the uh, Clarksville and Northeast game, uh, whereas you see Clarksville winning that game 58 to nothing. Uh, Kenwood, like Northeast, didn't really have anything to play for in this game, yet they still showed up, played a team that has a home playoff game coming up here. Uh, and while they did lose by 20, you know, Rossview beat teams like Northeast and Northwest by 40 or more. So for North Kenwood, rather, to come out here, score two touchdowns and limit um, rather Rossview to 34 points, which I you know kind of sounds like a lot, but it's still a team that you know isn't necessarily a big play offense. Um, they're really more you know, they're, they're going to kind of eat at you. Um, really not too bad for Kenwood, I don't think. Uh, they are losing some pretty good seniors, but they are bringing some guys back. Um, Kenwood is a team that I, I, I always like to see succeed because, you know, they're kind of counted out at times, I want to say. Uh, people don't really think of them as, as a contender, um, especially when Les Greer was here, of course. Jalen Washington was just an absolute baller when they had him, and uh, Jared Snead, I know, likes to continue on what Les Greer has done. Um, of course, Lesker now at Stewart's Creek, another really, really good football program. Um, so seeing what Snead is doing, of course, they only finished with two wins this season, beating Northeast and Northwest. Um, but they played some teams really, really close. Uh, they had a pretty good game against West Creek until West Creek kind of pulled away there. You kind of see them playing solid ball here against Rossview. They actually scored the most points on Clarksville High in the regular season out of any team that they've played. So they can kind of hang their hat on that. Um, scored against teams like East Nashville and FRA. So, you know, overall, I mean, these are kind of moral victories and a lot of coaches won't believe in moral victories. I've talked to coaches who, you know, I try to maybe get a silver lining out of them. They're like, nope, don't believe in moral victories. And that's totally fine. So I'm not sure if, if Snead and the Knights believe in them, but I do think that there are some in there for them to take out of this year. Obviously, moving right along, Brady, Northwest faced Dixon County this past week and lost by a final of 43-29. to What did you gain from the Vikings' last game of the season? So while I was at Kirkwood and Kenwood, uh, I was getting updates from Casey Patrick, our, our Dixon Post reporter, who was at this game. And he, and he was saying, he was texting me saying, Northwest does not look like a team that is 0-9. They are playing some really good ball. They are, they are outplaying Dixon County right now. And Dixon County, by the way, is a playoff team this year. So for Northwest to go out there and play such good ball in their last game, putting up a season high in points in this last game, by the way, uh, that just gives me, I mean, I'm really proud of these guys and, uh, Ronaldo Pena. I mean, this is a guy who was from the army. He was in the army before, and you can kind of tell he's getting the, the most out of these kids. You can tell that he, I, I mean, I would have loved to be in that locker room for that speech. He probably gave those kids at the beginning of the game, because I probably would have wanted to run out there in some helmeted pads with them. Um, just, just really an awesome performance by these guys. I mean, Braden Ellis, I know had a pretty good game from what I heard Uh there. That's their starting quarterback. Um, just overall, man, really, really proud of these guys. Of course, the game kind of got away from them late there uh, as Dixon County kind of pulled away. But the fact that they were able to be within a touchdown at halftime and lead for a decent chunk of the first half, I mean, that really gives you a lot of, ho a lot of hope and a lot of confidence for this program going forward. 
Moving right along, once again, let's go back to Northeast and Clarksville. Let's go from the Northeast perspective here, Brady. Obviously, a 58-0 loss. Any notable thing from, things from the Eagles in this one? Yeah, so whereas uh, Northwest uh, kind of came out and played some spirited ball, uh, unfortunately, it's hard to say the same for Northeast at this point. Um, and this is definitely not a, a, a slight on Sam Lipsy at all. He's a great coach, and he's just kind of been dealt a really, really, really tough hand with graduations and transfers to, um, you know, Cam Athey graduated or transferred out to a school in Arizona. Of course, they got they lost a lot of kids to um, to Northeast guys like Perry Cross and Lee Bugs, who played major roles for for the Cobras this year. Um, so just an extremely, extremely tough hand for Northeast. And, the, and even being, being able to get a win out of this season, you know, you can definitely take that. Um, but from what I heard from Jimmy Troglin, our reporter on the scene, Northeast just kind of some players just kind of looked like they didn't want to be there. Um, they had a player get ejected in the second half for some uh, unnecessary roughness calls, some unsportsmanlike conduct calls. Um, there, they had to be separated at times. They wouldn't even let them do the handshake line after the game. Um, some guys walking onto the field during their, you know, banner run through. So unfortunately, uh, these guys just kind of ran out of gas, maybe ran out of motivation. That's not saying every player happened to have that, um, because there are definitely still guys out there who wanted to play ball and wanted to put on their best for their school, because a lot of guys do take pride in being Northeast Eagles as they should, because that's a storied program. But unfortunately, um, just didn't necessarily come out with all the juice of playing that last game like some other teams did. Last team on the docket, you were there this past week, Rest Creek with the thrilling win in overtime over Kirkwood 24-21 to to punch their ticket to the playoffs. You were at this game, Brady. Just talk about everything that went down on the West Creek perspective. Obviously a lot of joy and jubilation after that last defensive stand in overtime. Yeah, so they punched their ticket to the playoffs for the first time in 13 years. So they had freshmen who were a year old <laughs> last time they were in the playoffs. I mean, just pretty incredible stuff for this crew. Um, there were players. I saw DJ Swanson, their starting quarterback, in tears after this game because he was just so proud and so happy to be able to go to Memphis in the playoffs. Now, Rob Galowitz told me after this game, uh, he said that was probably the worst game that they've played all year. And he might not be wrong. I mean, they committed all kinds of holding penalties. They fumbled the ball three different times. I kind of mentioned Daniel Honeycutt getting kind of burnt on that one touchdown. He had a chance to bat down the ball that was caught to send the game to overtime. He acknowledged that, but he is also one of the leaders of this team, Daniel Honeycutt. As I talked to him after the game, he said, you know, I, 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 I made mistakes in this one, and, you know, mistakes happen but I had a complete faith in my teammates. And I think that is why they were able to do this. I think that is why West Creek was able to advance to the playoffs over some of the other teams that they managed to beat out. Not saying that all the other teams don't have this, but these guys are an absolute core. They're, they are a unit. They uh, believe in each other and they know that when they make mistakes, their teammates are going to be right there to back them up. And um, that's what really makes me proud of this group because they didn't play a great game and they've had some games where they didn't play well at all. Uh, you know, I think back to, the uh, the Clarksville high game, they made some some really simple mistakes. The Stewart's Creek game that I was at, um, even even a lot of the uh, Kenwood game where they uh, they lost that or rather they won that game by three touchdowns. That was a pretty good game that they played overall. But even in the first half, they struggled. Um, but when they are playing their best ball and they are still believing in one another and the vibes are high with West Creek. I mean, this could be a potentially dangerous team. You know, we're going to talk about who they're playing up coming this week and. It's not a great outlook for these guys, but I do know that they're going to go out there. They're going to give it their absolute best. Um, 
the way they withstood adversity this week as as Kirkwood made their comeback, as they made mistakes, as things got frustrating and tough, where some teams might have crumbled. Westreek absolutely did not. I attribute that a lot to some of the senior leadership and especially the coaching on this team. And they've just done an excellent job of turning this program around. We'll take our last commercial break here on the Montgomery County football wrap-up show. Coming up, Brady will deliver his Player of the Week award winner for Week 11, the final week of the regular season. Then we'll dive into Round 1 of the TWSLA playoffs. So all that and more coming up here after this break. If you're looking for a color change, look no further than C-Raps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider, delivering high-quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music. Boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. Call today and see for yourself why Danielle Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back to the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. I'm David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robinson County Connection, joined by your man, sports editor for Main Street Clarksville, Brady McAtamy. Brady, let's wrap this one up. Obviously, the final week of the regular season was last week. Who was your Player of the Week award for Montgomery County in Week 11? Yeah, so I talked about him a little bit earlier, and we're going – Right back to uh, DJ Young. He's been my player of the week uh, several times already this season because he is just having an absolute standout season. Of course, like I mentioned, 24 carries, 192 yards, two touchdowns for the Hawks in their win against Kenwood. Uh, if they're going to stand a chance this week in their playoff game, he's going to be a huge part of that because of the way he's able to keep hang on to the ball for uh, Ross U, keep the other team's offense 
off the field and really help them control the pace of the game and hopefully punch that ball into the end zone to give them leads, potentially keep those leads. Um, DJ Young, my player of the week for week 11. And now it's time to get into these games that we got on tap for the postseason. I personally can't wait. Um, and I know these teams who are still playing can't wait either. We got three teams from the Clarksville area playing this week. We're going to start with West Creek, of course, who finished four and six and the number four seed in Region 7, 6A. They're going to be going up against Germantown, who is 10 and 0, undefeated in that Memphis uh, area. They are ranked on Max Preps as the number four team in Tennessee, the number one team in 6A. Yes, over Oakland, over Riverdale, all these other teams who are just absolutely stud, star-studded, and so are these guys. I got the 24-7 sports recruiting page up right here. I uh, got Germantown highlighted, and let's go over some of these guys that they got. Uh, Daniel Anderson, an edge rusher, 6'2", 245, committed to North Carolina. Just a little bit further down, DJ Allen, edge rusher, 6'3", 231, committed to UCF. Keyson Shepard, offensive tackle, 6'5", 315. How about committed to Mississippi State? And Austin Collins, another edge rusher, by the way, 6'1", 215. He's uncommitted currently, but has some big-time offers. Um, Tennessee Tech, Temple, uh, some other schools that have been looking at him. And they've also got DJ, or uh, rather BJ Blake, a uh, three-star running back, um, 5'9", 172, for, so a little bit more of a slippery guy. He's got an offer from Austin P. so local school, Arkansas State, Charlotte, Chattanooga, Jacksonville State, so... Uh, when I say star-studded that this team is, this team is star-studded, absolutely loaded with talent. Um, I think I think West Creek knows it too. I know it. I think pretty much everyone knows it. That they don't they don't really stand a chance in this game. I know that's a really harsh way of putting it. Um, I was talking to some of those coaches. They're like, "Yeah, we're we're facing a pretty good team." I was talking to defensive coordinator uh, Brian Jalomo. He was saying that as soon as he booted up tape on these guys, he's like, "Oh." We're going up against like a basically a college team here, and uh, that's basically what they are. So they're going to go out there. They're going to give it their absolute best effort. I have no doubts about that, and uh, they're going to make sure that they can uh, at least do the West Creek name proud, and uh, I, have, I have no question that they're going to absolutely do that, but Germantown is just too good to pick against. In, in fact, they might be too good to pick against in the state championship, let alone the first round. So got to pick Germantown in this one, unfortunately, but that is not a slight against West Creek. In fact, I think they might possibly do better than some teams maybe expect in this one. So overall, got to pick against them, but we'll see how it goes. Moving on, Bartlett is coming to town to go against Rossview. They also have some pretty good players here uh, that I'll pull up. Um, their number one Taylor, or rather number one player is Lance Taylor. He is a uh, linebacker, six foot, uh, one and a half, 210 offers from Alabama A&M, Alabama State, Arkansas State, Arkansas Pine Bluff, and Austin P. of course, right here in town. Jeremiah Reed, a six-foot-two wide receiver out of Bartlett. He has offers from Eastern Kentucky, Miami of Ohio, Lindenwood, UT Martin. Uh, so this team is also just absolutely loaded. You get down on the page a little bit more, another three-star. Devin Rutherford, he is a cornerback, uh, 5'10", 175. Offers from Alabama State, Arkansas Pine Bluff, Austin P, Central Arkansas. So that's multiple D1 guys. And by the way, this is only class of 2024. These are just the seniors. All these teams have uh, guys who are 
uh, committed or rather being recruited by D1 schools in the junior class, the sophomore class. So just loaded here. Um, I do have to pick against Rossview in this one because I do think Bartlett is probably just a little bit too good. Um, that's not a slight against Rossview. I think they have a chance to keep it close. I, I might not, that might not be the popular train of thought either. I think some people might be expecting Bartlett to come in and blow them out. Uh, and while that certainly is possible, I do think Rossview has a chance to maybe keep this game closer than some expect. Maybe it's a game in the third, maybe even fourth quarter. But I am going to have to pick Bartlett in this one. And my game of the week, the Battle of the Seavilles, Collierville and Clarksville High. Now, this one might be the one where maybe some people look at me a little weird, give me uh, maybe a side eye, because I do think Clarksville High has as good of a chance to win this one as any team in the area. Uh, Clarksville High, of course, 10-0, one of the best offenses in the area. Uh, they are going against a team that is just loaded with talent. I mean, they're, uh, co- the Collierville's quarterback, they're 7-3, by the way. Their quarterback, Aiden Glover, six foot three, 191 quarterback. He is committed to Missouri. And uh, it's not like he has no protection either. He's being protected by Robert Borden, a six foot six, 292-pound offensive tackle committed to Duke. So uh, they've kind of got an uphill battle going here in this one. Uh, Aiden Glover also had uh, offers from Northwestern, Boston College. So ACC, SEC, Big Ten, you name it, they all had interest in this guy. Uh, They have many more great players as well, but those are really kind of the two highlights. Um, Robert Borden also had offers from Vanderbilt, uh, Buffalo, Coastal Carolina, Arkansas State. So all of these guys, just big-time players. Whereas Clarksville High, you know, their lone D1 guy is Will Zielinski, their their tackle committed to Air Force. So um, the star power might be on Collierville's side, um, but Clarksville High, I definitely think they have a chance in this one uh, because they have a really good secondary, guys like Cam Staley and Isaiah Soto. Uh, They have a chance to control the offense because they can run the ball, guys with Amari Galbraith, James Dalrymple, and of course their host of quarterbacks that they are willing to run with and give it to. So I'm going to make the bold choice, and I'm going to say Clarksville High wins this game. Keeping up with tradition, they've won a first-round playoff game every year since 2019. I've never seen them lose a first-round playoff game since I've been here, and I think that's going to continue this week and potentially maybe their biggest playoff win in the last several years. Knocking off Collierville, moving on to the second round of the playoffs. That's where I'll be. That's where I hope to see many people. We'll see what kind of playoff atmosphere Clarksville can bring. I think it's going to be a good one. And that's going to wrap us up for the Clarksville football wrap-up show. I've been Brady McTemney, sports editor, Bain Street, Clarksville. That's been David Wilson, sports reporter, Robertson County Connection. We will see you guys next week to talk about all things playoffs. But until then, we'll see you at the fields. You've been watching the Montgomery County High School Football Show with Main Street Clarksville sports editor, Brady McAtamney, and Robertson County Connection sports reporter, David Wilson. Read this week's Main Street Clarksville for all the latest news about Montgomery County High School sports. The Montgomery County High School Football Show has been brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville, Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville, Sea Wraps of Clarksville, Danielle Stack at Farmers Insurance, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us again next week to get all of the latest news about Montgomery County high school football.